You know, um, you know, I, I've been around the world and I always, you know, I've been to a lot of um, arms shows um, and I've been into war zones and you just see the horror of it. In fact, I remember the other night when Donald Trump was being interviewed, he, want, he wants, I want to end that war in 24 hours. And they were trying to say, would well, you want Russia to lose? I said, no, I want the killing to stop. You know, what happens? I mean, just think of the grandeur. How much do we spend on military? An aircraft carrier, what, $13 billion? Um, you know, fighter planes, $200 million. You know, what happens during the millennium when Jesus takes over? What happens to all those bombs and bullets and the, 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 the tragedy of what we see in war. I mean, I, I, I look at the Ukraine war right now, and I, I agree with Donald Trump. I look at the human side of it, both Russian, both Ukrainian, and I see my heart mourns because Russian mothers lose their Russian sons and Ukrainian mothers lose their Ukrainian sons. And what happens during that time? I mean, and what I'm trying to do, Bondo, is to give people a sense of the great future we have as Christians, because we see so much every day. You just see so much evil in this world. I mean, you know, the bafflements being set up and we read about what's happening in school and all this, but so, and one of the great evils of humanity is we've loved to kill each other over the ages. We just make art of it, killing each other. Billions and billions have died. So what happens to those weapons of war during the millennium? You know, you have two great prophets, uh, Isaiah and Micah, both speak about that the swords are turned into plowshares. You know, what, what a great, what a great phrase. I mean, I think that sadly, that, that phrase or that scripture quote is used at the UN, the United Nations. Yes. So they take this biblical verse of turning the swords into plowshares, which again is a, is a, um, at least originally was a desire to have peace in our world. Obviously, the, the UN has gone far away from that. They're one of the greatest uh, contributors to uh, what we would say is non-biblical uh, policies, which lead to the ability to war. I mean, you, you, for example, I mean, we could just look at the UN at the way that, uh, for example, the, the, the way that they've condemned Israel, as an example. Uh, Israel is not a perfect nation. No nation is perfect. But yet talk about a lack of or uh, a lack of balance or complete bias that these these resolutions, hundreds of them uh, against little nation of Israel can can make their way through and to be voted on in the United Nations uh, platform. You're like, you guys have you really do you see what you're saying here? You'll, you'll condemn here, but you won't condemn Iran or you won't condemn China or all the other abuses, Sudan. But you're going to focus here. So th anyways, you, you have the wickedness there. But when you come back to the scripture. Jesus is going to say enough. And so for us who are part of the church and part of the governmental authorities, I picture Jesus saying, he does this in Luke 19, where for those that are faithful in this life, in, in, in this church age, he says, you know, I, I gave you five talents. You, you did good. Go be ruler over 10 cities. Go be ruler over five cities. So I, we get this imagery. It's just these little hints where he's going to say, Okay, Robert, you, you did this. I want you to go rule over these 10 cities. And so make sure you keep track of everything. And then all of a sudden you get a phone call and Jesus says, hey, they're, they're starting some gang activity over in this area. I need you to go take care of it. And so you go and take care of it with your, with your force and, and you shut it down. And so there's going to be a rod of iron and we're going to be part of that administration. 
But what it does is it means that things are going to be from the top down, from the Lord Jesus himself. He's going to be suppressing the natural tendencies of the sinful nature of normal humankind to try to do these things. And he's going to say, no, we're not, we're not having porn rings. No, we're not having tra trafficking. No, we're not having gangs. We're not having bribe officials who can be bribed because, of course, we'll be operating in a lot of those positions. And because we'll have glorified bodies and we're already renewed, we won't be able to sin anymore. So we'll be unbribable, which is great. And so we'll be like, nope, we're not doing that. We're going we're gonna to put into effect the righteous laws of the Lord. Because, again, the characterization of Jesus' kingdom is righteousness over and over and over, which means Amen. no war, uh, <clears throat> no evil, no wickedness that is going to be is going to predominate the, the, the culture at the time. If you ask most people what the foundation of God's kingdom is, they'll say love. Um, and yet it's righteousness. Mm -hmm. It's justice. And it's just it really just goes to show how far we've strayed from the, the, the realization of the holiness and sovereignty of God. You know, I think of the angels that are before the throne and they're not crying love of love throughout eternity. They're crying, holy, holy, holy art thou Lord God almighty throughout eternity. And I, I, I think we underestimate that. And, and I, I think it cost the church so much what I would say, spiritual capital. Um, you know, I just want to drop back for a second. I, you know, I, I like I said, I've been to arm shows in in France, Dubai, Thailand, England, France. I mean, all over the world. And I just look and see how much of the world's resource is is used to create the elements of destruction. In fact, what was you know I was there. I'm not going to go into the details of why I was there, but there's absolutely gorgeous women selling tanks, selling you know airplanes, you know. And I'm thinking the, the, the absolute absurdity of it. Here, these women are selling the instruments that are going to kill their own posterity. You know, and, and, and when I, as, I, as I ponder what Jesus means, when I, you're going to take those weapons and build them into instruments of peace, plowshares and such, you know, elaborate on that. What that's going to be like a world without bombs, a, a world without that, that conflict. We're, we're, <sighs> We, let's let's think about it in terms of the question always comes up and we, we have limited information in the Bible and we also have limited information as it relates to the to the time frame of when the Bible was written. And what I mean by that is, you know, it talks about, you know, taking a, a sword, which is a, you know, an Iron Age type type weapon going or maybe even, uh, let's say a thousand B.C., very agricultural type uh, environment. And it's going to be turned into a, a plowshare. Well, let's do a different thing. You take a weapon, maybe a nuclear weapon, and it's turned into a tractor, okay, in our modern age. Or what, what's the millennium going to be? Are we going to be just going around um, with our little hose? Or is, is it going to be a technological age without sin, without uh, done in righteousness to the glory of God? Are we going to be able to, I mean, I would be excited to, to have a, a 200 or a 300 foot or maybe even a two mile telescope uh, to be able to to manage to for the glory of God. To put put away James Webb, right? Right, but James Webb, we got we got we got this covered. And so, will the millennium be a place where technology will flourish? 
and computers and other things. Why not? There's, there's no reason. We don't know for sure. But what we do know is that the technology of a sword is going to be turned into the technology of, of agricultural growth. So that was, again, in a very 5th century BC, 8th century BC framework. In the same way, if we were to take the principle there, the technology that we understand today is going to be turned and used for technology for good, for the growth. Because when you look at a plowshare, as an example, that's that's meant for the good. It's meant for growth. It's meant for the harmonization of man and ground and, and productivity. So in the same way, uh, I'm excited for what the Lord might have us do to say, you know, you guys have done a little bit of technology, but I'm going to show you how it can happen with righteousness and peace and harmony and equity and justice, true justice, as we understand, not the social justice that we see uh, misrepresented today.